Curious. You would make an excellent Cephalon, Tenno. Welcome to Cephalon Squared, a Warframe community and podcast. Find out how to join the collective by heading over to our website at cephalonsquared.com. Now, here are your Cephalons, Greg and Lucas. G'day Cephalon Collective and welcome to episode 101 of Cephalon Squared. It's a new era, I guess. I'm Cephalon Greg, I'm joined by Cephalon Lucas. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Hi, there you are. <laughs> Here I am. <laughs> Maybe we could have started again. We could have called it Season 2, Episode 1. Season 2, Episode 1. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Episode 101. It's like the double rainbow. Yeah. What does it mean? It's just, it's, it's a rare occurrence that only ever happens every 101 episodes. <laughs> of a podcast. Yes, yes. exactly. Yes. So count yourselves lucky listeners. So next time this happens will be 202. Well, it's a ways, I guess. It's a ways off. It's a ways off. Yeah, but we won't be episode <laughs> 101. We'll be episode 202 then. So this is really just a once off. Can never happen again. Are you are you sure? I mean, we do also have the minis and, and the lore casts and yeah, there's, well, there's that. It'll be a while before the minis get to 101 <laughs> and lore casts. <laughs> Where did we get to the minis? I think like 43, 45? I don't know. Somewhere around about there. That. Around there somewhere. Yeah, about, about there. About that. And we'll have to do another one soon. We will. We will. And speaking of lorecasts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it's been a busy week and uh, the the two of us have actually completely had forgotten about the lorecast. So apologies on that. Um, make it up to you next time the lorecast uh, turntable comes around. Yeah, I think we should just stop promising lorecasts every five episodes. I think we should just say we'll do lorecasts every once in a while. And we'll do lorecasts <laughs> when we remember. <laughs> yeah, when we when we gather up the energy and the, the know-how. Yeah. But I we mean, do yeah. owe you one. We, we, yeah, we do. And, you know, the, now that there's the uh, deadlock protocol in the game, there's some oh. more interesting lore to look at. So maybe that's Indeed. what we'll look at next. Indeed, Maybe. there is some very cool lore. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, I guess we should uh, move on into the Weather Rambles section of the podcast. Yeah, the most important part of the episode, Weather Rambles. Weather Rambles. Weather Rambles. Weather Rambles. Weather Rambles. So how is it for you up north? Well, here in Ipswich today, it is 19 degrees Celsius with a 64% humidity. I, it, It's comfortable. It's sunny. It's, yeah. I'm going to go Not actually mow the lawn after this, so. <laughs> Least favorite job. Uh, yep. I don't like whippersnippers. Oh, you got to use a whippersnipper to mow the lawn as well. got to use a whippersnipper, then the mower. I don't like whippersnippers. Ah, uh, because it's so long. Uh, for you Americans out there, I don't know if you actually call them whippersnippers, but that's uh, an edge trimmer. Yeah, that thing. Yep. Aussie lingo. They go whip <laughs> and they snip. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't even have a mower anymore because i got a tiny backyard, so I just got rid of it. So all I do is I whippersnip the whole backyard. <laughs> it's kind of fun, but it's also sore in the arm region. Yeah, the vibrations are probably not a good thing for my hand, as I'm still kind of recovering as well. 
Absolutely. It'll be the worst thing ever. But, you know, rent inspection coming up, so got to do what you got to do. Yeah, fair enough. Hopefully you've got some tasty drugs to take afterwards, by which I mean (laughs) painkillers. Nope. (laughs) Anyway, that was a long Queensland review. That's 67 degrees Fahrenheit, which is 19 degrees. But down here in Melbourne, it's a chilly 13 degrees or 55 degrees Fahrenheit at 75% humidity. It's kind of cold-ish. It was freezing this morning. It's been really cold recently, about freezing temperature most mornings. Zero to three. And it's just been chilly. Lots of frost in the mornings. But toasty warm in bed. Can't complain. Yay, toasty warm in bed. Yay, but that also means not wanting to get the hell out of bed when morning comes. Uh, I know that feeling. It does suck. All too well. All too well. (laughs) Alrighty, so let's get on in to regular stuff. What'd you get up to in Warframe or video games or whatnot this week? Black Desert? Uh, lots, lots and lots and lots of Black Desert online. <laughs> I noticed. Actually, basically no Warframe except for what I streamed last night, unfortunately. Uh, I, I know I gotta, I gotta get back in there, but it's just, Black Desert's just so much fun at the moment, so. <laughs> I haven't been able to get onto Black Desert yet. I just can't motivate myself to start playing a new game. That's fair. That's all it is. Especially because I have been playing bits and pieces of Warframe, not a lot, just sort of smashing out little bits of Nightwave here and there uh, on PS4. And I've been playing a lot of Destiny 2 again. Back because on the Destiny train. Yeah, the storyline's changing back to darkness stuff, which is what it was focused on in Destiny 1. And that's what I much preferred. So it's going back to where I, to where my heart is. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I've started playing again and I've sort of got sucked in a little bit. So that's good. I'm enjoying that. Plus there's uh, Raid Shadow Legends, even though a few people from this very Discord or this very podcast listening folk and Discord uh, joined me. They all seem to have given up because it's not for everyone. But that's life. <laughs> if you want to come back, I'm, I'm still going strong. <laughs> but anyways, that's me. Fair All right. Enough. News. 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 Okay, so Reb and Megan managed to raise $40,000 for St. Jude's Christ- uh, Children's Hospital as part of their time in GCX, which translated to a three-day affinity booster on all platforms. Hopefully you didn't miss it. Well done to DE, Reb, and Megan for that. That is awesome and so damn cool. Good job. GG. Exactly. Raising good monies. All the good dollars for the good reasons. Alrighty. Uh, next up is a big one that has been... Lips have been wagging all week about this one, and that is because the partner program is ending and it will be replaced by a new creator program. There's a lot of chatter about it. Like I said, in the forums and around the web, we think it's a good thing and that it was a long time coming. The fact is the old partner program was very long in the tooth and it was entirely based on uh, Twitch and YouTube and the world's changed since then. People are doing a lot of other different things, including podcasts. So they've really decided to, yeah, look at us. They, they've really decided to revamp the entire program. And because it was also somewhat inflexible 
for certain things. And it also had some crazy rules and expectations. Uh, they decided to just completely end the old program. It gives them a chance to refresh. And yes, it does get give them a chance to uh, reauthorize everyone to come back in. So if that means that some partners are, don't end up creator, part of the creator program, well, we'll, that will remain to be seen. There's a lot of people saying that certain people are being targeted by this. I'm not so sure they are. I, I think- No, no, it's, it's not targeting anyone. It's just, it's just, it's a, it's an old system that needs some refurbishing. Yeah. And I also think there was a lot of partners who were completely inactive. They don't yes. stream anymore. They don't uh, make YouTube video videos anymore. And the old program was so inflexible that it didn't really allow DE to kick them out. So, <laughs> and I don't want to be speaking out of school there. I don't know that for sure, but that's yeah. kind of what I think it is. So I think that just allows them to clean things up and once again, have um, a creator program that's full of people who are active in the community. And it allows them to let people go and come back as they choose. So I think it's going to be a lot better for everyone, but it is going to be really different. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Next up, the Cephalon Jokathon contest is live. This is not a C2 event, but an event run by DE to add more Ordus jokes in game. Link in the show notes and get your jokes in. Yeah, I'd like to get some jokes in, but I can't think of any. All mine are dad jokes. They'd probably work well with Ordus, though. I think they would actually work really well with Ordus. I should ask my nine-year-old. Yeah? That'd be perfect. Yeah. I mean, most of Ordus's jokes are kind of dad jokes anyway. This is true. <laughs> this is very true. Cybernetic dad jokes. Yeah, I can't think of any. But my son, I reckon he could. He's a nutter. <laughs> Give it a shot. Anyway, that's it for uh, Warframe news this week. But, of course, we do have results coming in. Uh, the winner of our Trinity Nova Prime Vault giveaway. And that is... Drumroll. Drumroll. Echo Shock or Echo Shock or I don't know Woo. how to say it. Echo Shock. You are the winner. Yay! We'll grab your details and get the to assign your winnings as soon as possible. Now, good thing is you are in the Discord, so I will send you a message there. Probably it's the easiest way. Congratulations. Congratulations. And Yay. don't forget, there's one week left to enter the episode 100 giveaway, which is basically share the shit out of uh, Cephalon Squared. And get a... Titania Prime Access. That's the one. I forgot That's for a second. That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Titania Rams. Prime Access is up for grabs. All you have to do is share, spread the word about the Sevalon Squared and let us know that you did it with proof. Yeah. And then you'll go down on the list. We've got quite a few people who have done so, so far. So thank you to Prove everyone it. who has. Um, no. <laughs> I have <laughs> a list right here. Uh, but yeah, you know who you are. Get on out Yay, there. Yay, Do it, do it, do it. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Don't you want Tr Trinity Prime? Anyway. Before we go on, because it is our discussion section now, but before we go on, we did talk about Deadlock Protocol last week, 
Lucas, but you, you hadn't played Protea at the time. Now you have. Hadn't I? Hadn't no. I? I don't. I don't remember. I don't no, remember. that's right. I hadn't. I hadn't pro- played Protea at the time. Yeah. Or maybe you hadn't played her much. So what have you? What do you think of her now? Well, I'm still yet to actually max her out. I've basically just been using her over with, with, with whatever little I've played over the last uh, week. Um, it's hard to say, really. Like, all of her abilities fit, which is good. Uh, I know in the past week, she actually did get a buff to her fourth ab- ability, which makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. Um, being that it's ridiculous already. Um, I think they added like a, a small window of immortality. Oh, God. It's like, wow, thanks. That's, that's great, I guess. Necessary. Totally, totally necessary. So I, I'd, I'd have to actually get a full build up and ready before I could give 100% um, thoughts on, on Protea. But where I stand right now, Despite having a ridiculous loadout um, of abilities that are just completely over the top and broken and fit into pretty much any situation, <laughs> I would say she's still she's actually squishy. She yeah. she's she's actually kind of squishy. She kind of threw me for a loop. I mean, you can easily get her shield up over a thousand easily and then throw on top of that her uh, ability to give herself or allies overshield um you can really ramp that up i actually find myself quite often forgetting that if you hold her first ability in you can create the uh shield generating grenades hmm. so i'm not using that as much as i should be interesting what what um rank do you reckon you've got her to 16 maybe 17 somewhere around there it's it's about okay. mid, mid level i find a lot of frames are pretty squishy until you get to over 20 at least yeah anyway so you might find that um once she gets her next health increase maybe she'll be less less squishy hard to say hard, hard to, hard say, to yeah. say but um i i mean i am enjoying uh enjoying it as it, as it is um the fourth ability I don't really know what to say about it yet. Like it's, it comes across completely broken, but if you don't have any duration mods on, it's kind of useless. Okay. Kind of useless uh, completely. Interesting. So you really do need duration mods on to get that fourth ability actually being worth using. Um, The turrets, the turrets don't always um, target enemies, which I found kind of, annoying as well like i had uh, i placed one of the turrets down and there was two enemies right in front of it it shot one of the enemies and then stood there doing nothing when there was only one enemy left i was just like okay well come on (laughs) there's still a target there you can shoot it um but no it just despawned and after killing the first one it was like okay all right that's kind of disappointing might just need some tweaking Probably. Bug Probably frame. Just some Bug frame. Uh, the third ability, super useful. If you get into the right rhythm of things, you can actually basically cast all four abilities. So, you know, you go uh, cast the fourth, cast the third, second, then first. And then by the time you've cast first, 
rewind all the way back to the beginning and you're pretty much back on full energy again because the <laughs> freaking um the way the fourth works yeah and and the and the third is pumping out more energy for you to pick up so it it's oh, it's kind of a kind of a ridiculous setup um so when you rewind does that mean that your third still stays there or does that disappear when you rewind i believe it disappears but the drops remain okay yeah Interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's, it's it's weird. Okay, that also just could be because I don't have a high duration at the moment, so it might be just disappearing before I rewind. But either either, fair enough. Only rank sixteen, so yeah, yeah. Hmm. Do you have a? Um, oh, I bought it for you. It comes with the catalyst, then, doesn't it? Yes. Yes. Fair enough. Fair enough. Alrighty. Well, thank you for your your. Um, input and hopefully I'll be able to get my hands on her soon and we'll be able to have a bit more of a chat and do a mini Ooh. yeah uh, fashion frame Ooh. with her kind of difficult yeah why is that Fas- Just the colors yeah. don't mm, the colors don't fit the the standard helmet honestly looks like garbage Ouch. and yeah I, I, I don't like the standard helmet I'm and, pretty sure that came across when you called it garbage but anyway yeah. move on uh, and the, as, as out of the two um, two custom helmets that she's got, alternative helmets, uh, if you will, um, only one of them is actually good, in my opinion. That's the one with, like, the, the scorpion ponytail. Kind of gives her a- Get uh, over here! No, uh, what's it? A- Like a desert marauder kind of vibe. If you like. Yeah. So, talking, talking to a few people on the stream last night, uh, I'm going to go- for, Kind of try to do like a Mad Max build for her. Nice. Give her a metal boomerang. No, I'm thinking. I'm thinking more the um, the Ripkers. Give her the Ripkers. Nothing says okay. Mad Max more than chainsaw claws. <laughs> metal boomerang in someone's forehead. That says ma- Mad Max to me. Yeah, maybe, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going old school. I think you're going new school. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's all right. Well, yeah, I look forward to, to checking her out and seeing what she's all about and stuff. I'm doing a little dance here. You can't see it. It's weird. I'll I can, stop. I can, I can feel it. I can feel it through the weave. <laughs> you could. Nice. <laughs> uh, discussion. 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 So, right. Warframe has been around for a long time, has it not? It has. Seven damn years or eight yes. now. I don't even know. This is the eighth year. So, because we celebrate yeah, we're, seven we're, years. We're going, we're going into the eighth year. Yes. Yeah. We're, so we're this, a few months into the year. year eight. Yeah. When weapons first started in the game, they were just pew, 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 pew. And now they do funky shit like the uh, new glaive, which, you know, <laughs> you throw the damn thing. It pulses energy and disrupts stuff. And, you know, I don't want to spoil too much, but you use it for certain missions and it's, once you get the hang of it, quite enjoyable. Oh, yeah. Very, very enjoyable. Easily the most enjoyable to get glaive, the hang of. Uh, most enjoyable glaive so far in game, in my Got opinion. Got to agree. Got to agree. So, I guess this is Lucas's topic, but I guess, you know, I didn't want to throw you under the bus again this time. You were probably waiting for it. You are waiting for me to say, this is your topic. You do it. <laughs> I decided I decided not to this week, Lucas. So what we're looking at is weapon mechanics. Where can they go from here? Where have they gone so far? What would we like to see in the future? 
Is that what you were talking about when you yeah, said evolving yeah. weapon mechanics? Good. Pr- pretty much. Pretty much. It's so are you kinda, thinking kinda Ratchet and Clank? Yeah, Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> have you played much Ratchet and Clank? I think you have. I loved the original, uh, the second. Third was a little bit weird, um, but then Ratchet Gladiator, I think it was. Battle Arena? No. Don't know. I haven't played many of them. Ratchet, Ratchet and Clank Gladiator was, was my absolute favorite. Anyways, glorious game. Great weapon mechanics, great weapons in general. Um, I really liked the last one, the one on PS4. That was fantastic. Lots of fun. I Felt lot like a, play a that one. movie. I, I didn't play that one because that one's supposed to be like a reboot of the whole thing and mm. they kind of changed the story and it was nah, nah. Yeah, original. Good old original on PS2. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. So, where do you want go- weapons to go? Do you want them to go crazy and wacky like Ratchet and Clank? Or do you want them to stay within the realm of the possible? I think if we're looking at Ratchet and Clank's weapons, they, they there are uh, quite a few that have really, really cool uh, designs to them, right? Mechanic-wise. Um, yeah, there's some really, really interesting weapons in it. You know, the, the, the chicken gun being one of the greatest weapons ever, turning enemies into chickens. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but I, I can't say I want to see Warframe going that wacky. <laughs> I don't think anyone really wants to see Warframe going that wacky. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with you on that one. I don't want to be firing. I don't want to be turning people into chickens. I don't necessarily want to be firing teddy bears that explode. <laughs> um, but I mean, we've already got Grendel, so we don't need a vacuum cannon. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I do think there's value in other things like shrinking machines. And I know we've got the the Pantera and the Mitre, or Mita, however you want to say it. But I'd like to see something that fires saw blades that ricochet. Yeah. Yeah. That would be that would be super cool. Ricocheting saw blades that don't just, you know, kill dudes, but cut pieces of them off. And I'd like to give that to Necros as a present. <laughs> Happy birthday, Necros. <laughs> yeah. So I think I think there's room to go sillier. Or not sillier, it's probably a, a bad choice of words, but I think there's room to be experimental with weapons in Warframe. I think there's still plenty of room to go. Oh, definitely, definitely. Uh, if I mean, if we go back to the the new uh, glaive that you, know, you were talking about beforehand, um, that glaive is in a way tied to a specific mission type now. Like to mm. be able to do that mission type, you need to have that glaive equipped. Like to do it efficiently. Yeah, I was going to say. Equipped. Apparently, yeah. you can do it without it. <laughs> you can, yeah, you can do it without it, but it's a lot more difficult. It's it's a weapon that was specifically built for that mission type. Hmm. I kind of would like to see more stuff like that, you know, more weapons that are, are specifically built to make certain situations easier or yeah. you know, t- mechanically wise. Um, because it, it is, it is a good, it is an interesting uh, premise to basically have a weapon tied to um, an objective. I think it's an interesting premise as long as it's it doesn't go down the path of having every objective being tied to a certain gun that you yeah is yeah, best no, to that's, use. That's, 
<clears throat> like I like it for this one with uh, the the uh, what do they call it now? The Granum Void or whatever it is. I like it for that. But if they did that every time and you had to try and remember which weapon was for what, I don't know, that might be a pain in the ass. Yeah, that, that would be a little bit ridiculous, a little bit over the top. But, yeah, no, don't don't go that far. Maybe just, like, uh, one primary weapon for one mission type, one melee weapon for a mission type, and one secondary for a mission type. And maybe if you really want to be weird, maybe even uh, one companion type for a mission type. Hmm. You know, just something to kind of... Break the norm. And I, yeah. I like the fact that this, this new glaive has done exactly that. It has broken the norm. Yeah. In more than one way. I mean, also it's passive. It has infinite freaking combo, combo duration. <laughs> yeah. It's a pretty cool weapon. I, I do like it. But I think one of the things that I, that, uh, DE doesn't do. Is I mean, they do get creative with weapons. There's a lot of weapons out there, but they tend to focus, in my opinion, on explosives or things that yeah. are going to fire shrapnel or um, projectile bullets, things like that. I think they really need to sort of branch out and not necessarily go too far because they do want the Warframes themselves to be manipulating the void and things like that. But I, th- I would like to see some weapons that start to go down that path of the weapon somewhat controlling, you know, space magic in some way. Uh, and the reason, I, the place I come at from that is is Destiny, of course. So uh, you look at the, the Sinoid, what's it called? Simulor. Yeah. That does some funky stuff. Why aren't there more weapons like that in the game? Uh, I mean, they kind of are. There's the... Um I can't think of its name. Um, Therefore, it doesn't exist. No, it, it exists. It's 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 a beam <laughs> weapon. It's a beam gamma, weapon with gamma the core. alt. No, not the gamma core. It's the alt fire shoots out cubes, like energy cubes. I'm trying to think what that name of that weapon is. I can't even remember. Brain. <laughs> well, I mean, there's some cool weapons that have, you know, we've talked about the Harpak and the Parasist that have their funky little... Um, hooks that drag people in that's cool there is the cyanoid simulor which drops antimatter and does funky stuff or drops little black holes whatever you want to call them there's got to be room for something like that where you can fire an antimatter grenade a grenade launcher that fires antimatter grenades and sucks things into it and shrinks them down into a singularity yeah or (laughs) you know just i'm just trying to think of something that's a little bit different Quanta. Uh, left left of center. The Quanta, okay. Quanta, yes. That's the one. See, I don't remember it doing that. It's a weird, it's a weird like, it energy bow-looking thing that has two beams that fire when you're doing it, you're doing the primary shot. And then you, when you alt-fire, it shoots out little energy cubes that kind of just drift in the air and then explode on on a duration or impact. It's, it's, it's an interesting one. Yeah, I don't think I used the alt-fire when I was using it. That's why I don't remember it. I know I've used it, but I, I don't remember that old fire. But anyway, anyway, so there's a couple of weapons that do exist that do some funky stuff, but just not enough. And I think I'd like to see more weapons going down the weird and wonderful path. Yes, definitely. definitely. That provide something different that might be super powerful, but requires you to reload often, like the lens, for example. 
The lens is super powerful, but it can kill you. Well, used, used to be able to, be to kill to. you. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, you've got to... Got to, got to, got to reload constantly because it's a bow. <laughs> you know, stuff like that is interesting to me. Yeah. Weapon, weapons Isn't with necessarily fun. Don't know. But what were you saying? Weapons with quirks. Yes. Quirks are good. Yes. Or quarks. Quarks. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of us were talking about this uh, a couple of weeks ago, but the, the new secondary for Protea. Mm-hmm. Terrible names. That one, that that new secondary, it's glorious. Mm-hmm. Really, really what powerful. It's it's not so much what it does; it's more what it doesn't do that kind of disappoints me. The Velox, that's the one. The Velox. So, if you're when you reload the Velox, you actually throw the magazine away. Like you, you cast the empty mag away. You know, just mm-hmm. throw it away. It, Get away from me. Yeah. And I think that's a missed opportunity there. Big time missed opportunity. Why can't explode. We, Yeah, why can't we have exploding magazines when you when you cast them away they blow up? <laughs> well, isn't that what the quats does? No, the the quats does a bit of an electric charge and that's that's no, cool that's right. and all, but I want I want why to kind like, of blow up. Yeah, why can't we have exploding magazines? <laughs> you know what it'd be cool? What's that? A fireworks magazine. Ooh. So when you eject the magazine, fireworks just shoot up out of it. Pew, pew. Doesn't kill anything. It just looks cool. <laughs> or it could kill things. I don't know. I don't care. I'm a simple man. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Yep. I think I think there's opportunity for different stuff to happen. Definitely. Definitely. Lots of opportunities. I'd like to see it. You look at the weapons over, over the years. You know, we've had stuff like the Nell, um, the Hysterix. Yeah, we've we've had a lot of weird, wacky guns over the years, but the Hystrix and the Nell were were different. Yeah, but they were still different within a within a niche within a within niche. a normal no, range. Yeah, normal range. So the Nell, you know, you'd get uh, you wouldn't have to reload if you get headshots or whatever it is. I can't even remember what it is. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Like score, it scoring does. a headshot starts up a. Um, uh, basically gives you like a, a free ammo, you know, infinite ammo as long as you can keep getting headshots. It's only got one in the chamber, yeah. but if you get that That's headshot, true. it's, you know, infinite ammo. It's always going to be loaded. Um, the yeah. Hysterix- Which is good and different, but still just a projectile weapon. Yeah. But still, it is cool and different. I do like it. Yeah. Whereas the Hysterix was able to change its damage type- Damage when you, yeah, yeah, when you hit the uh, the- Alt fire, it would actually change the uh, base damage of the dart you had uh, selected at the time. Yeah, and that's a cool. That is a cool weapon. I forgot about that weapon. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Definitely, definitely. So you know, we've had interesting guns like that. We've even had guns that change up the way you uh, you shoot. Going back to the one, the example uh, Greg gave before um, the quads. On the hip, it's it's full auto, but once you're looking down the sight, it becomes a, a semi-auto. You know, we've we've got we've got weapons that do that. We've got the Xylock, which imitates the Tigris's way of shooting, where you pull the trigger, uh, you shoot once, let go of the trigger, you shoot again. So it'd be Duplex interesting. Trigger. Yeah, yeah. It'd be interesting to see how far they can actually go with different um, different firing mechanics, different. Hmm weapons 
like weapon mechanics. You know, there's there's so much in the game already that are, as Greg said, tied to a norm a normal spectrum. But how far can they go? How how can they expand um, on on this? Like, how can they jump out of the the norm without breaking the norm? And maybe that's something they could do in the Daviri paradox. Yeah. I mean, we don't understand where that story is going, but if it is going to weird places like we kind of hope and expect it's going to be, then maybe the weapons can go to weird places too. Yeah, quite possibly. That'd be super. I mean, I mean, but I don't feel like we have a, a plasma blaster just yet in the game, like a, a, a you know big ball of electric energy being projected out of, out of a cannon. We need that. <laughs> the phantasma kind of yeah, yeah kind of but not not exactly what you're thinking of yeah i do agree we need it it's a thing that's needed. <laughs> i, I want to punch holes through grenier with a giant and electric time. ball <laughs> <laughs> you know it yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes i think i think there's there's room for a bit of fun i'm hoping i'm hoping that it comes because why not yeah yeah. So How the hell not? So we, we, we've kind of been focusing mostly on primary and secondary weapons here, but what about melee weapons? You know, with with the uh, the new glaive being- So do you want them to squeak when you hit people? Oh, God, no. <laughs> 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 but, you know, you look at the Zor- the, the, the Zorus, the new glaive, um, and that, that it's a melee weapon. So you know, mm-hmm. we, <laughs> we started off looking at the new melee weapon, but somehow- ended up looking at primary and secondary weapons. I think glaives are probably the one weapon type that actually has been kind of experimenting with weird, wacky abilities over the years. You mean, you know, that we got the new Zorsus, we got the, the Pathocyst that came out um, with the new infested fight on uh, the Derelict. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got the Halicar, which allows you to dis- possibly disarm enemies that are hit with it. Glaive, Glaive Prime, you know, all of all of the the obvious, even like all the glaives mm. have some kind of something special yeah, about them. Yeah, exactly, something special about them, something that defines them, something that sets them apart from other weapons. And you know, we don't have a lot of other weapons that follow up on that. You know, we the Legion does, but you know, look yeah. at other things like the Cero. The Cero doesn't, or. Mm. The Furax, the Furax doesn't have anything like that. You know, there's, there's, and it really should because the Furax and other fist weapons are just so dull otherwise. But um, the Obex has the augment that makes explosive explosives happen when you smash when the you ground. Punch. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, there, there's. I mean, they, okay, so augments they they clearly have a lot of augments in game in the game. Yes, that really do. Kind of, they kind of do what we are, what we're talking about here. That you know, they really do change up the game. And I'll actually be talking about an augment later on uh, in this episode as well. Ooh, get excited! Ooh, excitement! <laughs> Getting excited now. <laughs> but a lot of the, as we've said, a lot of these these weapon abilities are normal. You know, there's nothing really like over the top wacky. And really game breaking or game defying. It's kind of what we need. We need, we, well, not really what we need, but more what we hope what for. We want. Yeah. Yeah. So bring it yeah. in, D. Bring it in. 
Bring in the love. Go play Ratchet and Clank. Come back to us. A bit, of, a bit of silliness would be would be appreciated, but not too silly. It's got to stay within the lore of the game, I, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so no chicken guns. Damn it. <laughs> One thing before we move on, because I'm guessing we've come to the end of that discussion. Is there anything you want to say about weapons before we move on? Um, we did forget to talk about um, uh, the Scourge and those kind of spear weapons. They're pretty cool. Yes. Now we've talked yes. about the, them. the 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 spear spear rifles um are, are javelin rifles. Yeah. Yeah, javelin rifles. They're they are cool. great. They are great. They all have a unique flavor to them and and that's good. They I definitely tasted mine. step. Hey? I haven't tasted mine. Well, you should. You know, you might be surprised, all right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they have a nice flavor to them and it's it's always different and I really do hope to see more stuff like that. Hell yeah. I'm with Lucas. Yay. Anyway, as I was saying, before we move on, I did forget something that's in, that I should have put into the news, and that is Red Ford essentially, or basically, or kind of, confirmed that Dog Days will be coming back in summer, or she confirmed that that is at least the plan. So get excited if you Yay. like Dog Days. And, you know, the reason why that ties into our discussion is because it's a silly water gun weapon. It is. And, and we have said in the past, we actually want that gun implemented mm-hmm properly for combat yep that would be nice <laughs> thank you thank you <laughs> <laughs> they should actually put in an alternate fire for that weapon as well so it fires water bombs yes <laughs> that would be sick definitely anyway, enough talking from me i oh, know not enough talking from me because it's a beginner topic yeah <laughs> more talking from me more talking so i have touched on this topic before in the past I thought I'd do it again because we get new players joining us all the time and they might have missed episodes where we talked about this and it is something that still crops up every once in a while and that is if you were to spend money on the game, what the hell should you spend money on the game, in the game? It's not that difficult to answer but it does sort of depend what platform you play on. Sadly, if you're playing on a console, I would recommend because really the only thing in Warframe that co- that is worth any money, real money, is platinum itself. Don't fool yourself into thinking that mods and things like that are actually worth something, because they're not. They're only worth, within the context of the game, what another player is worth, uh, thinks is worth paying. So, yeah, if you think someone's ripping you off by asking you for a ridiculous Riven price, they're not ripping you off because the Riven is actually worth nothing. just depends on what you think is actually worth paying for it in terms of your Platinum. But anyway, that's enough of me rambling. Platinum is the only thing worth actually spending money on in the game, and it's really the only thing you can spend money on in the game, except for bundles, which we'll get into. Now, if you're playing on console... It will be really difficult for you to get bundle or to get platinum at a reasonable pl- price. The reason I say that is because if you actually sit down, go have a look at the price for platinum on PC, you'll be surprised at the difference. It's pretty stark. Uh, PC is something like 25% cheaper acro- across the board. Um, and that's really because the platform owners, Sony and Microsoft and Nintendo, want to take a cut. It's a free-to-play game on their platform, and of course, they deserve to uh, be paid a cut of things in order to, you know, sell things on their platform. Good, to, good for them. 
but it does make it really difficult for you to to be able to afford something and yeah platinum is just so much cheaper on pc so if you're on pc you already got it better the other thing is on pc you also get 75 and 50 percent off and those translate directly to purchasing platinum so if you get 50 percent off on pc that means what would have cost you 20 dollars is now going to cost you 10 dollars awesome but on console it does not work that way if you get a 50 percent voucher on console it means what would have cost you 20 platinum will now cost you 10 platinum so don't be confused obviously pc has it way way better but that's life. So if you're on console, I would recommend that you keep your eyes open for sales. Whenever Xbox or PlayStation or Nintendo is holding a platinum sale, get on there, see what money you're able to spend and purchase as much platinum as you can. That's my recommendation. I'm not telling anyone out there that you should definitely be spending money on Warframe because you can do a hell of a lot, virtually everything within the game without spending money on platinum. Keep that in mind. But if you do have the means and you want to spend money, do it clever. <laughs> do it the right way. So get platinum during sales. Otherwise, when you're looking at bundles, some of them are worthwhile. Uh, some of them are more worthwhile than others. The main thing to look at when you're looking at bundles is how much platinum comes in that bundle and how much would it cost you to buy that bundle separately or to buy the platinum separately. So for example, with the prime access, prime access is actually shit hot value because the amount of platinum you get is a lot <laughs> and you wouldn't even get that much if you spent the same amount uh, just on a platinum bundle. So you get more platinum plus you get primes, weapons, all that other fun stuff. But... So, you know, Prime Access is actually pretty good value, but accessories is another different story. Whenever you're looking at Prime Accessories packs, know that the only way to get Prime Accessories is by buying them. You can't get them any other way. They aren't available in-game. They're only available for purchase in bundles. So that's another thing to keep in mind. If you are going to spend money, it's always not always best, Depends how much platinum, again, you're getting. Depends on the value of the platinum against regular cost of platinum. Uh, but if you want those accessories, get them because you can buy the primes within the game from other players. It's another important thing to keep in mind. Just because it comes with a, a prime doesn't mean it's actually worth buying that pack. Sit down, run the numbers yourself. There is a calculator in the wiki or not so much a calculator, but there is a page there that will compare prices for you across different platforms. So I do recommend you take a look at that. That will help you make a decision. But yeah, platinum is the most important thing. But I will say this as well. Once you've bought your platinum, try not to look at it as a sunk cost. So try not to look at it as something where you've already spent the money so it no longer matters anymore because you'll find that you spend all that money and then you want to spend more. It's really easy to spend platinum. I remember when I got my first three or 4,000 platinum, I was like, oh, wow, I'll, I'll never be able to use all of this platinum. It's so much platinum. And I went through it really slowly. Lucas will remember, I actually took my time to go through the platinum. But since then, I reckon I've been through another 6,000 platinum. 
and I still don't have all the things that I want. (laughs) So it's easy to go through a crap ton of platinum. Very, very easy. So sit down, see how much you spent on the platinum. So if you bought a hundred platinum for $20, keep in mind that that means that 50 platinum is worth $10 and 10 platinum is worth divided by five fucking $2. So keep that in mind. I mean, that's not accurate. That was just off the top of my head. Keep that in mind when you're actually using your platinum. Yeah. The platinum doesn't necessarily have any real world value, but you spent real world money on it. So try to look at it as if you're spent, don't look at it as a sunk cost, look at it as real world money and make decisions. I mean, I'm not going to tell you what you should and shouldn't buy your, your spend with your platinum, but make good decisions. The best things to blow, to buy early in the game are slots, weapon and warframe slots, Oricon catalysts, Oricon, um, what are the other ones called? Reactors, former to a degree, things like that. The things that are semi hard to come by within the game, slots you can't get anywhere else. They're the things you should be focusing on. That'll help you progress further in the game. Later on, you can look at making your own money through trading and things like that. Anyway, that's my thoughts for what you should spend your hard-earned cash on. What do you think, Lucas? Good job. Yay, I did a good job. (laughs) Lucas's advanced topic is coming right up. Yay. Okay, so following the pattern of recent advanced talks, today we will dive into talk about Amalgam Argonok Metal Auger. Just like the rest, it drops at a 20% chance from the Robololist and has three different abilities. Starting from the top with the name Amalgam Argonok Metal Auger, this mod offers the specific weapon in question an upgraded version of Metal Auger that gives 3 meter punch through instead of the normal 2.1 meters, just to push those bullets through obstacles that little bit easier. Next up, of course, this mod will affect another weapon type in your loadout, and that just so happens to be daggers. This mod grants daggers the ability to strip plus six armor from victims struck, uh, struck much, struck much like the melee mod shattering impact. Can't get my words here. <laughs> the difference being that this is not tied to impact damage, however. So chuck on a hefty Zor dagger and strip those grenier with this additive armor reduction. And thirdly, this mod grants the great ability to see enemies through walls and obstacles up to 100 meters away. Just look down the sights to witness the glowing spectacle of enemies laying in wait so you can get the drop on them before they get you. The Arganak already has an enemy highlighter when scoping, however at base without this mod it does not allow the ability to see through walls and such. So pile on some punch through, maybe an augmented Loki for silence and stealth, and equip a dagger for a fun tactical loadout to sweep the system covert style. Covert style. Covert style. I was trying to think of a, like a spy song, but I couldn't think of one quick <laughs> enough. And I thought of one now. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Or I could have gone, dun, 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 dun. but I didn't. Anyway, that was, that was a fucking, yeah. Yeah. We went off on different angles there. Thank you. Argonat Merkel Auger. Argonat's another weapon that's sort of a little bit different. Yeah. Just, just a little bit. I think, I think this, so this, this, um, augment mod here, the Amalgam Argonac Metal Auger is exactly what we're kind of talking about in our discussion before. You know, it, it gives, it gives something that's 
in the norm, but also out of the norm. Yes. And that's what we want. Yeah. In the yeah. out of. In the out of. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. Where are we, Lucas? We are saying. <laughs> we're saying things like community call out. Yeah. We did that perfectly. God, we're a team. Perfect. Yep. Great. Now, we do have a little bit of a call out. It wasn't officially given, but there was a cookie that should have been given yesterday, I think it was, in the Discord, because we've got a relatively new member to the Discord whose name is Noobframe, and I don't think they had Limbo Prime. And Lightning, or Soundwave, whichever, gifted Noobframe Limbo Prime, I believe. I don't know exactly what happened. All I know is that Lightning told Noobframe it was time to get his Limbo on, and then Noobframe went crazy and thanked Lightning very, very, very much and said that we should give him a cookie. So we're giving him a cookie, him or her, they. We're giving them a cookie. Thank you, Lightning. Lightning, you get a cookie. Yes, you are a surprising (laughs) person for surprising Noobframe with a surprising gift, and that is awesome. And and, and I'm going to do a... a, uh bit of a surprise cookie here as well this one's Ooh. this one's not quite a the normal cookie this one is a happy birthday cookie supplies <laughs> supplies and this is a happy birthday cookie to ducky you gorgeous individual you thank you so much for ongoing support and i hope you had a great day night and upcoming week ha! we found out when your birthday was take that <laughs> you got a call out on the podcast <laughs> Woo! <laughs> um reviews update there were none. That was easy. <gasps> I'm fine. Sad panda. Stone's fine. <clears throat> sad Greggles. <clears throat> sad Greggles. <laughs> and sad Lucas, because you don't get to read out a review. capsules of the madness. Yeah, just sad all round. <laughs> sad capsules now. Sad capsules. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But we do have Dr. Cephalone. Dr. Cephalone. Dr. Cephalone. <laughs> God, we're weird. You're uh, weird, yep. mostly. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we got a Dodge Cephalon, and it goes like this from The Great Nameless. Hi, dear Dr. Cephalon. Here's a decent question. I'm sorry, The Great Nameless. We'll tell you whether it's a decent question or not. All right. <clears throat> <laughs> Here's a decent question. Do you know when we gain mastery, we get plus one mod capacity? What do you think they'll do when MR31 comes along? Do you think they'll give us more? Just stop that part or replace the reward. And if they replace it, what do you think they'll replace it with? So, Lucas, first things first. Do you think that's a decent question? I think, yeah, I'll, I'll give it to him. It's something that's- Yeah, I think it's probably, a decent question. It's probably been in the works for a while uh, coming up to talk about something like this. Um, so, yeah, thank, thank, thanks for pushing this on us. Um, we're talking about it now. <laughs> yes. And I think it, it is a decent question. Do we have an answer? No. I, I kind of have an answer. Ooh, Lucas has an answer. A kind of kind answer. Of an, a kind of answer, yes. So if you if you go to any of the relays, uh, you go to Samaris's room and you go up the, the side of it where all the MR test things are, you will notice that it only goes up to 30. I did not notice that. 
I don't think we will actually receive any MR past 30. I feel like we will reach a point, much like the Warframes and Weapons, where 30 is the max, and they'll just give us more items that will uh, enable us to reach level 30 in the Mastery Rankage. Um, but I don't think we'll ever get a test or anything that will take us past Mastery Rank 30. I know they've talked about it before, and part of the discussion that they had when they talked about it before, and when I say they, I mean DE, is that the intention was for it only to end at 30. And I don't think they ever really thought past there because it was so far away when when they started the game. And they never even yeah. they probably never even thought they were going to get there. But that's why that would be why Cephalon Samaris's little hole hallway I was gonna say hole. It's not a hole at all. It's a hallway. <laughs> Ends at thirty. I didn't notice because I never really thought about it, but yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think it just makes sense to end at 30, but all of those um, MR-loving freaks out there, myself included, will probably have a little bit of a whinge if that is the case. Oh, that's, that's completely fair and Because where does their mastery go after that? Yeah. I mean, you know, they could, for all we know, add something else to, to um, expand it. Or, Stars. Or even- 30 plus one star. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, may, may, maybe it does get end up, end up getting um, uh, rerun. You know, start start at the, at the beginning. Uh, prestige, maybe it, maybe it'll get prestiged. And if it gets re- re- prestiged, then I can't really see mod capacity being the uh, the ideal reward for prestiging. <laughs> yeah, I expect mod capacity will stop at at rank thirty. So to answer that part of the question, I think it'll stop. Will they replace the reward? Yes. Is there something as good as that to replace it with? Probably not. Probably not yet. But yeah. I mean, if we, okay. So one thing we do know about uh, the mastery rank is that for each mastery rank, there is a different symbol plus title. Yes. What if uh, they decided to give us like um, an evolutionary armor set? that slightly changes appearance for every prestige MR. I think you're going down Lucas paths here. Ah, uh, what, what more do you expect? <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you really expect me not to go down a Lucas path? <laughs> no, considering you are Lucas. Yeah, <laughs> exactly right. He is the <laughs> Lucas. I am the Lucas. <laughs> no one is Lucas here. So, yeah, well, that's that's a possibility. They could do that. There's a number of a cool. number of things they could do. I guess even maybe a a ship decoration that yeah. Actually, that's something that'd be cool. Ship decorations of the MR uh, rankages. Yeah, like a, a plaque you can throw on the wall. A plaque that changes as you increase. Yeah, yeah, that could be cool. Da, listen to that one. We like the idea. Yeah. We ideas like are good. Ideas are good. <laughs> so, yeah, thanks for the decent question, the great nameless. It is decent. I was just picking on you. <laughs> As Greg does. That's <laughs> I do. Makes me feel better about myself because I'm insecure. Aren't we all? <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, thank you. That brings us to the end of episode one of season two. <laughs> <laughs> 
Probably, <laughs> probably a lot plus. on the uh, a lot on the shorter side today as well. Yeah, yeah, but that's to be expected with the downtime-ish stuff of downtimeness. Yes. yes. So yeah, it'll probably continue to be this way for another month or so. But oh well, shit happens. We're still talking Warframe. You we still are because we're cool like that. I guess. Yeah. Well, I am. Greg's all right. Lucas is cool. My mum thinks I'm cool, but she hasn't told me that <laughs> in a long time. I think I said that same joke last episode. Probably. I, I, it's, 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 it is a joke you uh, frequently say. Shaking my own head. But we anyway, love you for it either way. If you'd like to get in contact with us and call me a knob, please do so. Head on over to cephalonsquared.com. <laughs> Join our Discord, join our Facebook book, and all those wonderful places. You can follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram, where we might even start posting again soon. Follow us on Twitch. Follow us on Twitch is an important one because we do use that regularly. Plus, of course, we have Cephalon Kiwi, who streams on our Twitch channel as well every Sunday afternoon Kiwi time. (laughs) And we have... Rathok, Cephalon Rathok, who streams every Monday afternoon Australian time. <laughs> I'm assuming it's Sunday night, uh, US. I don't know what side of the US Rathok lives on, but around that time, keep an eye out for him. And we stream, or Lucas streams, Saturday evenings, Australian Eastern Standard Time from 7 p.m. Uh, so keep an eye out on that. And there's plenty of opportunities to watch Cephalon Squared. That, of course, is where we do our live episodes as well. So definitely follow us there. Probably don't follow us on YouTube because we don't do anything on YouTube. Maybe we will. I don't know. One day. Perhaps. Perhaps. I've got to figure out if we can, ha- if I can, like, I can share accounts for uh, Twitch and Instagram and stuff. Can I share the account? Uh, with you, Lucas, and then you can just post stuff there whenever you feel like it. That would be interesting. I should look into it. Anyway, rambling, talking about things that listeners don't care about. So let's say thank you to our patrons. Let's do it. Thank you, Jellybug1799. Thank you, Tula. Thank you, Lord Frieson. Thank you, Danathan. Thank you, Chronospork. Thanks, Knight Rider8503 Hellbop Comet. Thank you, CoyotePX. Thanks, Jackson31. Thank you, Kintail. Thank you, Implosive underscore MKV. Thank you, Dylan Braun. Thank you, Solarian. Thank you, Ponytail. And thank you, Dutchy. Is that everyone? Did we not have a new one to add? That was Ponytail. It was Ponytail. There you go. And last week, I think Yay. it was Chronospork. So. Yay. <sighs> all is well. Thank you to all of you for supporting us and continuing to support us during this shitty time in the world which it is. And hopefully it'll continue to get better. It isn't in Victoria, though. We've just gone oh, back no. to restrictions. <laughs> awesome. Victoria's just dropped. <laughs> Everyone's uh, catching the rona again. Oh, yay. Fools. Foolish fools. The rest of Australia is opening up. We're just locking down tighter. Take that, world. <sighs> anyway, my name is Greg Newbigin. I am Mad Capsules all over the place, although at the moment I'm also Sad Capsules. Who are you, Lucas? I am Lucas Silvestri. I am Silverlight all over the place. S-I-L-V-R-L-G-H-T. Massive shout out to our fantastic, amazing, glorious community. You guys rock so damn much. And, you know, just keep being awesome. We love you. Mm-hmm. You rock our worlds and such. 
Thank you to Yarn at Disco underscore Box on Twitter for the intro and outro. And thank you to you for listening to yet another episode that brings us to 101. It continues to blow my mind. Thank you, everyone, for your support. And please share our review wherever you can so that we can read your review out next week because we need reviews. It makes us feel better about ourselves. I wasn't really crying. All right. <laughs> Not crying. You're crying. Both crying. <laughs> Catch you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Cephalon Squared. If you'd like to contact us, reach out via our website at cephalonsquared.com, where you can find us via email, Facebook, Twitter, or Discord. But don't fret, there'll be more Cephalon Squared in a few short days. So don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode.